If you don't like what we tell you to believe in, we'll kill you. It is tedious as usual. This is the good stuff, the right stuff. Welcome to the Daily Show, uh, ten twenty-three. The Jewish apocalypse, ten twenty-three. Probably all kinds of like all numbered right. memes that we're missing on that. The, the numerology, like a with a reductive. What's the, uh, what's the reduction? In- English reduction? Reverse reduction. Reverse. Uh, what's the Fred Durst reduction on uh, ten twenty-three? The Durst, Durst reduction. The Durst reduction. Well, speaking of which, I need my notepad. It'd be Great a funny stuff. thing to write down. So what's up, guys? What are we doing today? I don't know. Well, we can talk a little bit about this conflict in Israel that's coming up. I'm not exactly sure where it stands. What's going on? Let me go to see. Let me go to Pali Twitter. Missiles like last night. Well, yes. I can go to Pali Twitter. Didn't they fire a bunch of missiles? It's like, well, who? Like, because the answer for every faction would be yes. So, as best I can trace this conflict. Now we talked about on Mike and Warren. The provocation that Ariel Sharon organized in the year 2000 that led to what was then called the Second Intifada, which then was actually ongoing when 9-11 happened, and that's... Hey, it's your worst possible nightmare. It's the sound of Borzoi interrupting whatever wonderful talking point Mike is making right now, interrupting your own train of thought. And you're in this position listening to me right now, well, because you're listening to the free version of this show. You're not even getting all the content. And now you have to listen to me. Is this what you want? Is it really? This is the you want to hear this? You want to hear me? That just can't possibly be what you want. So if you want to rectify that issue, go to the right stuff.biz/slash paywall. You can make one-time donations and get three months, six months, even a year. So why are you doing this to yourself? This has to be especially troubling because I'm not even going to check the audio on how this sounds. So. You could also be listening to just terrible audio right now. So why not just stop doing this to yourself and get behind the paywall at the rightstuff.biz slash paywall. When literally, I mean, look, the Jews were not having a good time of it then, but the Palestinians were pretty isolated, and that's when they were blowing up a lot of buses. Like a lot of suicide bombs were hitting were hitting buses in Israel, and that's when they, they erected that wall. And that actually put a stop to it. That significantly put a stop to it because what they would do, they would just walk. They would find holes in whatever barbed wire fences or whatever, and they would walk through with suicide vests and et cetera. Um, and somebody built, shit, somebody built a wall and, like, positive things happened? I just, you know. For them. For yeah, them that's what I mean. Yeah, I mean, generally. But the Palestinians don't really do the suicide bomb tactic that hasn't been deployed in a long time hmm. uh, against the Jews. But in any case, what Sharon did, in those years, was he, uh, and the first Intifada was in the 1980s, uh, and I don't know, remember what, or know what kicked that off, but that was mainly the Intifada of Stones. That was mainly where the Palestinians were, were tying their kefias around their head and just tossing stones at tanks and getting, like, gunned down by the Israelis. Second one, they started killing Jews with suicide bombs and such. 
And we're basically kind of in a long and drawn out third intifada right now. Right. Um, and, it, and I would say it started probably with the war a couple of years ago, the Hamas war, 11 day war, which did not end definitively for Israel. That ended in a negotiated ceasefire. Uh, but what happened this time is um, so what Sharon did in 2000 was he did a similar thing to what Itamar Ben-Gavir does. He decides he's going to visit the Temple Mount, as the Jews call it, or Haram al-Sharif, as the Muslims call it, to make sure that no religious discrimination and racism is happening in Israel. And so he goes with literally a thousand bully boys. Ariel Sharon in those days was probably more popular. I don't know. He went with like a thousand cops. A thousand Israeli police to that the that area and basically to the mosque, and this set off this intifada. Itamar Ben Gavir went earlier in this year or maybe late late last year uh, to the same thing and under using the same pretense. We were not going to allow religious discrimination and racism uh, to rule us. This is our home and this is a site holy to Jews and you can't keep Jews out of it. We won't tolerate this bigotry. Blah blah blah. Which he's just trolling. Okay, when he says that, right. he's trolling. He's doing it for the cameras, and he's trolling, and he's laughing while he's saying it because he knows what he's really doing. But apparently supporters of Ben Gavir or people who are likely supporters of him said they wanted to sacrifice, what was it, a goat or a lamb? They wanted to go and do a blood sacrifice yeah. at the mosque. Right. And the Jews, the state, the Israeli state said they won't allow this, but the Palestinians nonetheless swarmed the mosque in order to defend it from this sacrilege. And then they started, then riots happened and the police came in. They raided the mosque two times. They're firing stun grenades. We showed some of the video. Then in response to that, uh, rockets were fired from Gaza at Israel. And then yesterday morning, rockets were fired from north, uh, southern Lebanon into northern Israel. And uh, nobody was, uh, I think some people maybe were hurt, but nobody was killed. And uh, I was surprised by how long it took the Jews to respond and the fact that the Jews were not blaming Hezbollah. They right. said this was Palestinians in northern Lebanon or southern Lebanon, sorry, Palestinian factions in Lebanon that did this. Uh, this was not Hezbollah, but we don't believe that Hezbollah wouldn't have known about it and like tacitly approved it. And then they also said that uh, we are holding the Lebanese state responsible for any fire that comes from Lebanon. It's their job to stop this, blah, blah, blah. And, of course, the Lebanese sent the Lebanese army there to try and find the launch sites and uh, and clear it up or whatever. But in the end, Israel bombed Lebanon last night, too, although I don't know if they hit anything important. I think they blew up like a bridge or something like that. Didn't kill any people that I can think of that I that I remember seeing. And they hit Gaza. And they raided some parts of Gaza, they killed two people in Gaza. I don't know much more than that, and I don't know if things are calm now, if this is going to flare up again. I don't know. Wait, wait, I wait. imagine the Arabs are going to have a response, but we'll see. understand this for a second. So you're telling me that Israel was basically like, hey, Lebanon, we're going to blow up some shit in your country if you let anything pop off. And then they blew up some shit in their country. Yeah. Yeah, they just get to do that. Is that how you do negotiations with other countries? Is uh, that's how Israel does it? Israel basically. That's how they've always well, done it. Their 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 strategy is is literally 
it's not like an eye for an eye. It's like it's like an arm for a fingernail. You know what I mean? Like that's their that's their strategy. Like you clip our fingernail, we cut off your arm. I said no. I thought the collective punishment was supposed to be a, a violation of like the various UN agreements and declarations. And well, things. this is shock and awe and a, a, a dazzling show of force that will dissuade for uh, future rocket attacks or whatever. Maybe next, maybe next year you'll just let them sacrifice yeah. I mean, the, the fucking is, lamb but, but on the. the funny but thing about but this you is, do that when you invade the country. You don't just like tell your well, neighbors like I'm going to blow up shit in your country. Well, this is what's so interesting because this about is an occupation. It's not invasion. It's an occupation. It's ongoing because yeah. And I don't know why, like what? you know, well, I guess because because of America, no one can get their act together and just put a stop well, to this. I mean, right. Well, America won't let it happen. Ameri- as as uh, White Papers was saying, America has frozen these conflicts in place for the last 20 years and some of them are starting to to actually become resolved and that's why israel is getting well, desperate we need, we need to see a great thaw yes and the great thaw. that was a good post the and, great hope, thaw. and hopefully the big oh did he call it the great thaw or is it what were you he said something like that oh, on telegram i didn't like see that. it i thought i thought i was yet. clever no, uh, <laughs> well sure if you came up with it yourself at the same time then sure i mean i guess you know great minds you know just, you know, me and yeah. me and white papers, just you know, right there, just the intellectual, just high ground. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't give him that much credit. Oh, I mean, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, like Russia, yeah. Russia, China, help th- help us thaw these things. Let yeah. them thaw so those things. It's impossible to ignore that the Ukrainian war and the example. I think the issue is the, is like it's that the example set by the ukraine war that uh america is the paper tiger in some respects uh is is causing all these people to make moves and as they make those moves oh hey guy herschel here are you listening to a free fag episode of the daily shower do you need a small personal loan so you can afford a paywall subscription I may be able to help you out. For the very low price of just $10 a month, you can listen to Mike finish his talking points without annoying promotional bits like this one. Log on to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall and pick the payment option that best suits your white man's agency level. E-checks, money order by mail, or cryptocurrency. Support TRS's efforts in shutting down yids like me. Nothing, not really big consequences accrue to them. They're like, well, let's make another move. Let's, let's, let's play this... Let's play this chess game a little bit Keep more. Poking. You, know? you, Let's you made push a, this a little bit more. You and Warren made a really funny point last night. Like, and what happens if we don't? Nothing. That bit from. Uh, oh yeah, I got that. So like, that's my favorite line. It's like from you got. It's like you got. It's like you got. You got to keep poking because, I mean, what would what would you what would the thought be like? Okay, so America just like sends money and crap to Ukraine to fight you. Like, what yeah. are they gonna do for Israel if it really starts getting hot? Like, are they gonna like what can, what else can America do? Send money, send stuff, exert yeah. pressure on surrounding governments if they can. Where so. the hell did I put that? Uh, I am. Oh, Can't find where I put that uh, quote. Nothing. Oh, here it is. Here it is. It's the only hope for our people. You know what happens if we don't take that chance? What? Nothing. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good quote. My although, favorite part of Braveheart. Yeah. Although I was upset with Warren, he he he, he made a mistake. The what leper. The leper was Robert Bruce's father. Wasn't the guy, he, yes, was, he, wasn't he was the guy, like the king. Yeah. He wasn't the guy who made the uh, negotiations and betrayed him. There was the other the other nobles did that. He Robert was, Bruce was no, like Ro- the fucking pussy, right? Too. Ro- Robert Bruce is the people under him that he was working with. They betrayed him, and it was the leper. His father's job was like he was explaining to him why this was okay. He was like yeah. the he was like yeah, the well, handler. 
He's I haven't seen the movie a long time. He might have been thinking of Epialtes. They've in, increased uh, their in lands and increased their riches. Oh, and Scotland continue to die. I want you to die. <laughs> Classic stuff. <laughs> well, Robert Bruce was like, like in that movie, if I recall, Robert the Bruce was like, he he was kind of swept away by like forces he couldn't totally control. Like he wanted the revolution. He wanted to be free of the English, but in the end he pushed out. But then doesn't he kill his father at the end? Well, he yells, he die. I want you to die. That's like a big, but then like the, at the end they have him, he, his army charges the English. Like in the very right. last scene. Spoiler, spoiler alert. There's spoiler alert. A lot of I don't know if anything's real though. Like it's just like, it's just a movie. So I have no idea like how much of that is. Just yeah, like I have good to script writing. I, I don't. I'm not. I know that eventually, like the Scottish, they never won. I just like how. <laughs> I just like how the. Were. I just, technically, I wonder. Like, I wonder if the Muslim world stole throwing faggots like off of buildings from uh, Longshanks. Because if you recall, he throws his maybe. he throws his son's boyfriend. I think maybe out, the, out of a window. Fun, <laughs> what would you do in the present situation? And like throws him out the window. Fucking classic. I, I think. <laughs> I think that's just what was done. You know, that was Patrick McGowan playing Longshanks in that movie. Do I leave my gentle uh, from, son? I am number six. <laughs> you know, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like, "What news of the north?" <laughs> <laughs> our spies tell us that our lines are intact. I can't do that voice at all. I just sound like a bad short. The only but... trouble with Scotland is it's full of Scots. It's full of Scots. <laughs> it's full of Scots. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, people love that line. I was it's like, I used movie. to be like, "Wait, wait, why are they mean to the Scottish?" And then after being friends with McNabb, I'm like, "Oh, now I get it." I understand. Now I get why people are, I hate this guy. Oh, you know what? They I really just, are. They are a bunch of ornery, like, cantankerous, disagreeable. Hold on. People. My my friend sent my friend sent me a meme before. I was. It's a picture of Scotty from Star Trek. How tough are Scotsmen? Lottie, you're speaking to the only guy in a red shirt who isn't dead. <laughs> that guy was a World War II veteran. Oh, well, the guy that played Scotty. Well, what yeah. a cuck. Yeah, what a, well, for the Jews, what a faggot. Well, the other thing I'll say this <laughs> is actually knowing a bit, not so much about, I, I need to look into more in that history, but the later British Empire and Scotland was no longer really up for debate. Like the Scots were like, like in the revolution in America, half these fucking generals were Scottish. You know, like they were like a huge part of the British Imperial Army, and they were also like, you know, you heard about the thin red line a that fucking, was the Scots. A fucking Canadian sentry shot Scotty six times with a Bren gun. It was like a wow. nervous Canadian sentry, and I guess Scotty must have surprised him or something. <laughs> wow, training. Which season training. was that? <laughs> fucking typical Canadians. <laughs> but you know how we t- we talked before about like the uh, the charge of the Light Brigade, and then at the set that was a war with England and Crimea and Russia. In Crimea, which was undisputed Russian territory at the time. But uh, also on that day was the Thin Red Line, which was the Scott um, rifle. They were, they were the infantry rifles, and they basically shot. They, it's the only time I know of in that era of military history when infantry and rifles beat a cavalry charge. <laughs> like, they so. just shot them. And they hunted a heavy horse. Sorry. It's just I can't stop doing. I can't stop doing that, For that to happen, typically... Typically, a line of men being charged by a line of men on horseback will break and run like hell, and they didn't. And they shot them, and they won the but they won the battle. I mean, they didn't have a bunch of anyway. like they didn't have like a bunch of sharpened sticks hidden in the grass that they lifted up, and then they mooned them, and then they they probably had some shit like that too. But they had a uh, you know, <laughs> or well, they, they wouldn't they wouldn't or they, impreg- it, so they impregnated the battleground with flammable oil, and then shot a flaming yeah. arrow into it, and it lit up the entire army. 
There's all those things and all those things in Braveheart that are so much fun. I'm like, come on. Oh yeah, when they lift the spikes. It's about then, as yeah. it's about as believable as Army of Darkness. It's like just throw, well, throw rubber, you, you, throw rubber you're skeletons. You're like that seems plausible, but you're also like <laughs> when you um when you look at real war, you're like those kind of fortifications and defenses would have been built and just in place. Yeah. You know, they just would have been that. That these grinding, brutal wars was day after day of people just like dying and suffering. But these kinds of fortifications and spikes and all, like in Russia, I was looking at a in Ukraine. New York Times had this article about the shit that Russia is doing and the way they're fortifying this this the, the area they've already taken, uh, particularly in the south where they're they they think they're going to do a, a raid to try and take Crimea or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They've got these massive pits dug. Nice. Massive, they call them tank break pits, just huge ditches. And then on the other side of those ditches, they have these concrete pyramids, which are called dragon's teeth. Yep. And they've got them spaced. And you're just not, and it's just like, yeah, eventually you can get through that, but it's going to take a long fucking time. And it's a shooting, you way, and it's a shooting, it's a shooting gallery until you do, basically. For... Right. And the Russians can just lob yeah. shells at you if as you try and break through these fortifications so yeah sounds like a cool I mean, that's movie. also why the russians are being held up for so long at these tiny little relatively tiny little cities like bakhmut or a few of these other places because there's the ukrainians this is pretty annoying huh all this can go away you bought a paywall rightstuff.biz slash paywall you can use crypto e-checks mail in a money order or even use your credit card on Sven's Odyssey channel. The link will be below in the show notes. That's the right stuff dot biz slash paywall. Had those kinds of things prepared years in advance as well. And the Russians are like, just we're just going to break out. We're going to wear everything down before we move forward. Um, and they're just going to mm. grind that country to fucking dust, which is what they're doing. Which is why uh, Ukraine should surrender. Once again, you're so ab- more people abs- don't die. absolutely controlled by the Kremlin. Listen to this rhetoric. Yeah. My God. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's fine if they can say it. Now, another funny thing on that front, we can get back to Israel. Did you see about these documents? I was just going to ask you that question, these leaked documents, where this is the funny thing. Okay, so they're photographs. Yeah, you already know this story. They're right? photographs of documents that have they've been folded in quarters. So somebody somebody took paper documents. Somebody shoved them in his pocket. Somebody left, took right, them yeah. and then posted photographs of them somewhere, leaked them. And, yeah. and like, the response from the U.S. is, like, these documents, they are real. But they've 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 been unaltered except for in one respect, which is one the, small one, tiny it's like, little respect. So somebody somebody took photo, these photographs of these documents and they photoshopped the on the paper where it has the casualty estimates, the internal numbers, and like well or, they don't or somebody took pictures of them, printed them, and then altered them, and then printed them out again, and then took pictures of those alterations, and that and it has casualty uh, estimates on it. Was it like well, sixteen? They just took a little white out, and you know. But yeah, no, that's what's it's like, so funny. It's like, how about no, these are just, either these are totally fake no, or they're just, just not altered. Like, America, stop it. Well, they said they're not fake. Right. So my only conclusion is they're just not altered. And well, I'm the like, fact, the fact that know, they I'm said, always astounded when the New York Times blatantly lies and people fact, seem to believe it. The fact that they said that they're not fake is what makes me think they're fake. That makes me wonder. Well, it's like, oh, just always do the opposite of what the, of what the Jew says, you know? <laughs> It's like, but it's just, I think, yeah, I, I have no, it's just a suspicion. Is, I don't know if it's, you know, I'm not actually like thinking that. It's just like, hmm, they said I, it's I, look, real. Again, Why does the New York I, Times I really think these are real? What I would say is this, much of the stuff from, from what I've heard from people that have been looking at these things, people that know about the kinds of mil- like that are in depth, like no in depth about the sort of gear and stuff that we're sending over there 
I say, yeah, these are just accurate. Like these estimates and this this equipment, it's like from what I know, it's accurate. But there's a few things on there that weren't revealed before, but it seems to match up. And frankly, those casualty estimates also match up. Like those check out in a way that I'm as me following this relatively closely off and on, depending. Remember, those are also as of March 1. Those documents are from March 1. So we're a whole month and almost a month and a half ahead now. A month and a quarter ahead. But um, as of March 1, the estimate was 16,000 Russian dead, 72,000 Ukrainian dead. You just got to love you just got to love the brazen just willingness that, to just lie in the most checked out, though. But like that's those are but for, but for eminently to, plausible. But for them to come out and say that those numbers, that's the only alteration. No, that's not those can't be right. Yeah. It's just like, wow, you really you really think so little of everyone looking at this, con, this right. conflict. Well, that's, and it's just that's amazing. It astounds me. And I'm also like. It also show, you're also telling me what you're most sensitive about, and I think that the calculation here is that dissident opinion on this war is widespread, but has no focal point. Like we we are probably the most consistently intensely anti this war, um, with the exception of like maybe a few channels on YouTube and things like that, but there is no. Like the Iraq War, that was a major part of the discourse. In this, this is a this is a this is a bipartisan. This is not a Finkel think issue. Yeah. Although the way libtards are about it, many conservatives hate it just because of how gay libtards are being about mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. But rhetorically, in the mainstream, everybody is really for it, and so it doesn't seem like and and and, the, and any opposition to it doesn't really have any big organization. There's not you know there's not really. Jews don't feel any real narrative threat here. At least it seems that way. I mean, I think they do, but it's like not in terms of like what the stories that they're telling. Like there's not going to be somebody with a big audience that's going to go out and like debunk that, right? Like the Seymour Hirsch thing also, they just ignore that. So literally the Washington Post does an article a couple of days ago where they're like in Europe, uh, European leaders at some summit are like loathe to discuss Nord Stream at all and they don't really want an investigation <laughs> because they're not really because they don't they're and what they say what the washington post says is they're worried that it might be ukraine or an ally of ukraine that did it and that would be embarrassing i'm like <laughs> that's not what they're worried about and i'm also like uh no mention of seymour Hersh's article at all at all yeah ukrainian ally like, like like the united states well, this is my thing, is that it's like, okay, so the New York Times and the Washington Post, these papers of record, reporting on this issue, Seymour Hirsch is a journalist that used to get published in these papers, used to be respected by them. He's Jewish. He's like this crotchety old kike. He publishes this article on his Substack because no one else will publish it. He's, you know, it actually becomes big news. Remember when we used to fight about the the media and what they were trying to do in Iraq? I would take the position they were, they were vehemently anti-war what are you talking about like it was basically like the person on my mind was like seymour hirsch because the abu Ghraib prison thing the abu yeah, Ghraib prison yeah, scandal was right. so was was probably the single most damaging thing to w's war effort and it was right. like it was the biggest thing since sliced bread i remember that was like a sea change in the whole the way that that war was talked about uh right because they had because yeah. the neocons had won the neocons had gotten their war and we were doing this and this is what was happening until that that suddenly brought turned it into a into a massive like partisan fight again. And think so, about if we were now, still back. But now in it's that, crickets. Now it's crickets. Now I was like, what are you talking about? This guy, this guy's full of it. Well, they, they don't, don't know even what he's talking talk about. about it. Yeah, 
So my, the crazy thing is, is like if you're if you're purporting to be a paper of record talking about this issue authoritatively, and you simply don't mention this, like that's just like that you're obviously it's like it's conspicuous that you're not mentioning it. You're it's like it's an it's like intentional that you it's like and you you you're not even saying like he did this report, but the Pentagon has denied it. Like you're just it's almost like I mean they're treating it like. <laughs> I don't know. It's almost like the way you treat an enemy, not like not as if you're doing news, right? Like you're it's like he's it's very strange. It's sort of like I don't know. It, and and I well I do know. I know that like they're they're look, again, when we see them fuck up bad, we can't assume that something else is going on and maybe they I think now they just maybe they're just fucking up. Well, this I like, look to see who's talking about this. You know who it is? It's Dennis Kucinich. <laughs> of course. Right, and another guy who no one's going to be another guy who probably has less of a platform than we do. Yeah, right. You know, even though he used to be <laughs> yeah, mayor of Cleveland or whatever. Yeah, no yeah, one's going to be listening. He's quoting Seymour Hersh. She's the only one I see that's doing it. Right. Yeah, and that's why he'll never hold office again. But he knew that already, you know, way back in the day. Dennis Kucinich, who, despite being a short, like elf-looking dude, always managed to get like he always managed to have like hot women around him. <laughs> <laughs> you remember the pictures? You always have like hot broads and stuff. Around. I don't remember that. Finders, hot broads. Better than the alternative, yeah, I guess. Yeah. You know, like Barney Frank. But they're all taller than him. But then so is everyone. But um, <laughs> oh, oh, oh! You don't like interruptions? Well, this is a different kind of interruption. This is a pre-recorded interruption to remind you that you wouldn't be hearing this interruption if you would actually pony up, support our work here at TRS, and buy a subscription to the show. It's only ten dollars a month. Uh, un- un- unless you're using like e-checks, then there's some extra fees because the e-checks fucking suck. Don't use those. The point is, we need your support. You can't use credit cards anymore. It's kind of a pain in the balls, but we still need you to help us out. And if you're enjoying the content, uh, these silly commercials will go away. We won't bother you anymore if you just do. So go to the rightstuff.biz/paywall. Uh, make an order. You can use e-checks. You can mail in a money order. You can use. A bunch of different cryptocurrencies, all which suck and are annoying, but we'll fit, get it figured out. Or you can go to my Odyssey channel, Uncle Spend's other tone stream, and you can uh, give me a donation there and send me a screenshot of the transaction. We'll get you figured out. So, yeah. I guess any second now we'll go back to the show. I don't know when because I don't want these to be quick and predictable so that you can't just skip through them to make them go away. So this one's going to be a little extra long. But yeah, you need a subscription. You need a subscription. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Kucinich is gay, but yeah, no. So that's the thing. Kucinich is just one of these old Scott, old style libtards, you know. Yeah. But yeah, so the thing is that that type of libtardism had more pull back I- I then. So even even then, like there was a tug of war, and those people just lost. And Hirsch, you know, for whatever reason, Hirsch is who he is. He did what he did, but. Um, he puts this out and and it's just to just not even mention it. And then to put out your own story, like, Oh yeah, it was like some people that rented a yacht in Poland. <laughs> the German government sees it. They, now they've given up on that. That's, that's a, also just been memory hold. They're not well, talking it's just, about it. It's just out anymore. of the news cycle. We're just not doing this. That's not what this war is about. What are you right. talking about? Look over here. Let me see if I can get pictures of these leaked docs. Oh, uh, they're like on my phone. I don't know. Yeah, I have That's them on my phone too, but I don't, I don't, I don't want to. Uh, I mean, uh, they probably have like tried to. Oh, you can if you just search it, you can get them. So they're admitting uh, that they're real. I think what it is. Oh yeah, they're right here. 
I haven't actually window capture the window window pictures I had on my Boom. phone were low res and yeah, but you, you can see. Oh now, God, this is being shared by Alex Rubenstein. Thank you, Mr. Rubenstein. What is he saying? Oh, it just says leaked docs. Documents closely resemble the leaks reportedly containing the top secret U.S. NATO intelligence and planning of Ukrainian offensive. The Biden administration is reportedly working to have them deleted from social media. Well, too late, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> they're not. The internet not is forever. Once that not totally true, but something like this is is not going to go away in the short term. At least it would take a while to, to trace down every place that has these. Plus, a bunch of people have downloaded them, and so the Russians have them and can put them back out whenever they want. So, where where is the actual casualty? The thing that they say is like altered. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's hard to read them. They're lo- the, these photos are low res. One thing somebody mentioned is if you scroll through them, one of them isn't marked top secret. Right. It's just a map, if you, right? If you look, it's just a map. Yeah. Like if it's the next one, I think. Yeah. See, there's no top secret marking on this page, but it's just a map of where forces stand. You can find this map, and if this is as of March one, I mean, you can find that map on South Front. You can find that map on LiveUAMap.com. You can go to a bunch oh, yeah, of okay. different, a number of different secret. places. You can find that. Yeah. So this looks like it's got. Is this where it has numbers? I, don't I, know. I can't read it. It's too low res. But whatever. Suffice it to say. That I believe the estimates were 16K Russian dead, 72K Ukrainian dead, which is totally plausible. If anything, I would have thought Ukrainian dead would have been a little bit higher, but you know, I could be wrong about that too. But those are the only, those are actually some of the most plausible figures I've seen anywhere. I mean, the New York Times themselves were publishing articles last month saying like 200,000 Russian dead. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I remember remember it being in the 100,000s, the Russian dead, and being like, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's just not true. And, and so, that's the funny thing is that what's funny is that it's like they they admitted that they're real but then they yeah, they right, had, it's right they here felt really see where my cursor is this, this like I don't know this is like a navy blue box right here it says okay. assessed combat sustainability moderate Russia 16k to 17.5k KIA and then down here mm-hmm. it says Ukraine 61k through 71.5k KIA. That's okay. what's and so these okay. yeah. this blue box is supposed to be the oh no, that those two lines are supposed to be what has been uh, uh, altered. Like that's supposed altered. to be a shoop. You're yeah. supposed to believe that in these photographs of documents that those are shoops. Somebody went in there and edited that. And that's what that's what the that's what the U.S.'s story is. That's what NATO's story is. Which yeah, is the problem absurd. is that 16k number can be sourced from other things as well. Not even just Russia. Russia, you will say that too, but mm. um. But so, which is something that they would look at. But also, uh, the BBC has their ongoing attempt to to assess Russian casualties by looking at local Russian news reports about dead soldiers and and looking at uh, funeral announcements and things like that. So they actually have. Oh, it's like funny the, enough, uh, the BBC has enough reporters in Russia to be checking up on this. Stuff. So they're they're using the research method that Tucker Carlson used for like athletes dying of the of the vaccine. Whoa! Well, the difference uh, is though, McNabb, your your cable though, just fucked up. Yeah. You just spoke. Yeah, and it was but just see, static. the difference is though that like this is actually the, it has to be that this was the obituary says this is a Russian soldier that died in Ukraine, <laughs> like the, the, like in the funeral of the typically at a soldier's funeral, like when they're given military honors or whatever, that there's going to be told that they died and sometimes where and you know the family gets the flag and a trophy or whatever you know that kind of stuff. So. So I think it's pretty. I think it's a little bit more on solid ground. I think they're they're working on a little bit more solid ground than like the sixty-one-year-old football coach from Tennessee is a European athlete that died of a heart. Is it a screenshot? <laughs> is it a screenshot of a newspaper article? What am I looking at? 
These are Nate, these are fucking US DOD docs about Ukraine that were These are these are these are classified documents. I mean they're all yeah. over the web though. Okay, we got a weather report here. Freeze hmm. favorable to vehicle maneuvers. Right, well that's the kind of stuff that they're going to take into account, that's, you know. That's, that's, that's the kind of stuff you could find out very easily just by looking at the weather. Well, a number of people, a number of different people have said that some of this information is not exactly is not exactly super secret. Well, the question then is, but they, it is they are that one, now they're not all marked top. Some of them are top secret. Some of them are just marked secret. Ah, I shit. guess that's different. Okay, this is an article. Sorry, about but that. oh, that's the gray zone. Yeah, that's that's probably where they oh, were. Oh, it's on the gray zone, of course. You buy hats yeah, but and shirts. But the, the the leak happened. I mean, and no, and, I'm, not, and, I'm not. I'm not saying it's false information. I'm just I'm just noting that of yeah, course. Yeah, they would pick up crazy. on it. Yeah, because they're they're one of the people the organizations that actually talks about this kind of stuff. Yeah. So yeah, you know yeah, I don't. The other really bit is see... this pamphlet in the background that they, they were talking about. I don't know what the significance of this is. In the upper in the upper left, there's some kind of there's some kind of like travel, some kind of pamphlet is visible. I don't know. Yeah, I can't really tell what that is though. I'm, I don't have that level of. Yeah, it's, it's funny. Some of them say secret. Some say top secret. I guess. I guess like. So my that would lead me to believe that it's not strange for the map to not have any label at all because if every page of this document we're <laughs> having mutual combat again. Oh my god! Wow, it's not stopping. Okay. There we go. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully there we go. <laughs> But yeah, if every page of this document had a different security designation, whatever though, I don't know. It's plausible, and I don't see any reason to think that those casualty figures were juked or, or messed with or tweaked at all. Because it's just they seem about right to me. And hey, that's good enough, right? No. But yeah, it's also really funny. The New York Times, is like, that's yeah, it. this is what we're muted. this is what we're upset about. Like, so this someone, is the, uh, someone was opining, perhaps like this is a this is a predictive programming exercise, like. Those casualty numbers are released, and it's supposedly nefarious. Then they draw attention to him by saying, "No, these are fake." To sort of try to bring down the expectations of the libtard of the uh, Twitter libtard left that like wants this too. Yeah, the kind of people who will now again, the kind of people who want to see massive casualties in a military campaign. Yeah, it sounds like libtards. Well, the kind of people who who won't believe you. Yeah. When you when you say no, no, actually, Ukraine's losing, guys. What do you mean? There's right. 200,000 dead kind of Russians. people who actually think Ukraine is winning, yes. Putin's actually, he's going to be deposed any moment by in, internal fucking anti-war activists and yeah, no, political uh, subversives. Oh, hi guys. Here's another pre-recorded interruption. Not an actual interruption. I'm just here to remind you, we need you to go ahead and pick up a subscription at the rightstuff.biz slash paywall. You can use money orders, you can use crypto, you can use e-checks, you can even go to my Odyssey channel, Uncle Spend's other tone stream, and you can use your credit card on there to get around the Jews' uh, banishment of our banking services. That works. So you can do that until you can't. I don't know. But thanks. We'll be right back to the show now. Simone, the, the fifth column is coming. So, uh, so I've got this uh, New York Times article. I want to see exactly the language they use. Okay. It says, uh, for example, okay, it was unclear how the documents ended up on social media, but pro-Russian government channels have been sharing and circulating the briefing slides military analysts said. The analysts warned the documents released 
by Russian sources could be selectively altered to present Kremlin disinformation. Whether these documents are authentic or not, people should take care with anything released by Russian sources, said Michael Kaufman, the director of Russian studies at CNA, a research institute in Arlington, Virginia. For example, one of the slides said 16,000 to 17,500 Russian soldiers have been killed while Ukraine suffered as many as 71,500 troop deaths. Pentagon and other analysts have estimated that Russia has suffered far more casualties with closer to 200,000 killed and injured, while Ukraine has had more than 100,000 killed and injured. Nonetheless, analysts said parts of the documents appear authentic and will provide Russia with valuable information, such as timetables for delivery of weapons and troops, Ukrainian troop buildup numbers, and other military details. So, yeah, I mean, they're, they're clearly wrong. I mean, look. This is my thing. Like, let's not. <laughs> it makes me think. Not, it makes me think of that Chernobyl show again. Like, I I love that show. Um, when you have the two the two guys who are like managers of the uh of the uh power plant of the nuclear plant there. And, oh no, McNabb! What's happening? Stop it! Oh my god! Uh, what actually happens when? What do you fix when that happens? It's the the the, the maybe the mic's got a bad oh. plug in it, but. Like I was saying, I like think I think it's up at the mic because I changed cables and now yeah. I'm having problems. Where it just well, fucking get, cuts out. It's time I for lose, a new mic. I, I lose everything. I'll get it's you like, another mic. Um, shit sucks. Um, was like, oh, the, like the two managers of the uh, of the power plant are like confronted with the uh, the professor there, the main character, and they're just like, our our radiation levels are such and such. Why would, in in such a time of crisis? Why would you lie about how saying and say that there's so much worth? Worse at a sensitive time like this. <laughs> why would you say casualties in Ukraine are so high? It's such a sensitive time like this. Like when you're at a sensitive just like, time like this, why would you say this? Yeah. Why, why would you make yeah, me no, look I, bad? Because <laughs> like I, I feel like there's a tendency. There's one of the tendencies, and I, I understand it. And it, it comes from like knowing that like in fact the system is being run by people who are lying about who they are and what their agenda is. Yeah. That when some really obvious dumb shit like they're like they totally blew it with the with the you know with the um Nord Stream stuff like that was obvious bullshit and and Hirsch's article was obviously a blow. This is some obvious bullshit. Like let's not assume that there's some extra special cover clever thing going on. They're just they're just something they got fucked up and they're yeah. covering for it. Like it actually happens a lot. And what they typically do is they just brazen their way mm. through it with you know it, a, a total ownership of media and you know shutting was, Mike, out these, of, of people that say the thing. Yeah, these documents they just showed up in a wet market in China somewhere. Yeah, you know, was... maybe they didn't. <laughs> I'm sure they're there by now. I'm sure people in wet markets in China are discussing <laughs> this at, at this very yeah. moment. It's like somebody ordered the bat soup, and these like these casualty uh, estimates came out. They're like, oh my god, yeah, the yeah. Russian bat soup again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, they're doing the bit where they're saying like that uh that like the Ukrainians are like systematically killing every Russian general. I remember they were doing that at the beginning of the war, the Ukrainians report every day like another Russian general killed. And it's just like hmm. I mean they were doing shit like what's his name? Ramzan Katerov was like having like doing troll videos where he would like call the people that the Ukrainians said that they killed. I'd be like, I heard you were dead. And then like they would be they would put the video out on the internet. <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, they lie. It's funny that I, the thing is, it's clear that they're sensitive on this. Now, here's the speculation that I've seen. I don't really know who the fuck knows, but I guess there is a speculation. How did this happen? Guess would be maybe there's people 
within the Pentagon that think that escalating this is a bad idea and they want to put the brakes on fun. So they put shit like this. That's, I think, the better explanation than some predictive programming, blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Thing is, though, as somebody said, well, if you get caught leaking top secret, like, you're just going to spend your life in jail. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I don't know. Maybe someone thinks it's worth it or maybe they don't think they'll get caught. Or, I don't know what's going on. Maybe you, spend, maybe you spend several years in a Ecuadorian embassy somewhere. Right. Well, the thing is, Julian Assange simply received. He didn't break the law. Yeah. It's not illegal to be given something. It's illegal to give it. But um, I don't know. Who knows? I also know that like this, this they're having a lot of problems. So it actually doesn't surprise me. And when you have a point at which, uh, when you have a point at which you have organ like American diaspora Jews organizing a massive protest of hundreds of thousands of Jews in Israel trying to take out the Netanyahu government, is it surprising that then that faction also has little things like this happen? Right? That like that <laughs> if there's clearly some kind of tug of war going on between different factions behind the scenes here. And what is, so, what is this? War Thunder, no What? Sorry, force of habit. It's a Simpsons meme. Yeah. Checks out. I don't. I don't actually totally get it, but that's okay. Doesn't matter. It's a Simpsons joke. That means it's funny. All right. Oh, so yeah, I don't know, but I think that it's clear that this is just this. This is just a fuck up. They just fucked up. Like somebody leaked this. It's, it's legit. The documents are legit, and uh, there you go. You wonder like where where was it that they? I guess one of the things maybe they do. I don't know. Is they hand these things out rather than distribute them digitally because it's so much easier to copy and move things around digitally than it is to physical yeah. copy? I don't, I don't know. Who knows? Who the fuck knows? I know that I could... Well, this is pretty annoying. You don't want to hear my voice. You want to hear uh, Mike finish his thought, huh? But uh, you can't because you don't have a subscription. You should go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall. Tag it conceivably see just hipsters like to have a physical copy of what they're uh, of, the, of the media they like right yeah. well yeah but i could actually see conceive conceive that like you would as some kind of digital security officer or something you would you would come to the conclusion well let's have physical media and then destroy it rather than distribute it over email or something like that you know anyway i don't know who knows who knows just another, just another, maybe the guy yeah. that leaked just you know quickly just goes another, to the bathroom like I'm gonna go take a leak. It's just a, yeah. He, it's just another fun. It's it. just another fun, embarrassing moment for the empire yeah. in decline. Enjoy it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just enjoy it. I mean, we'll figure it out. I mean, eventually this war is gonna have to end. Uh, <laughs> this offensive that they're planning on doing, <laughs> like I've seen people be like, they're not gonna do it. The Russian bear eating, eating Ukrainian <laughs> whole. Help! I'm winning. <laughs> <laughs> oh god I saw this video. there you go <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh dude it is America dog raping yes, European right. Union dog and then Russian on, dog man. is fighting over Ukraine <laughs> that's a pretty good meme so uh, I was I was hesitant to talk about watch out he might get, a, his... might get might get prosecuted for this meme be careful memes are now contraband I was like hesitant to post this, but it's kind of funny, so I'm going to post it. I'm going to have you post it. This is something that I saw in our buddy uh, Wojan Hot Polish Takes. <laughs> he posted this a couple of days ago or maybe yesterday. It was just a dumb video from Ukraine. 
but you're going to laugh. I'm going to laugh at this. It's not showing up. It says Mike is typing. God damn it. Oh. God damn it, Skype. I... Well, it's probably just... Oh, there, uh, there we go. There it is. All right, what do we got here? <laughs> it's, just, it's just a really stupid thing. It's just funny. God damn it. All right, I'm trying to set it up here. All right, here we go. First of all, it says cringe TV, which is 100% correct. There you go. This guy really likes Pantera. What's up? Oh, you, I was gonna say this is like the, this is like the peak of the song. You you pause it right at that point. Oh, so you started talking. Pro-Ukraine mumble rap celebrating Stefan Bandera. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it could be that could. Look, I might be getting played. If you're like, Mike, you're dumb. That's some kind of joke. I'm like, look, it's obviously <laughs> fucking funny. I don't know <laughs> from who. I don't know who's getting owned by who, but where did you find that? This guy in Hot Polish Takes posted it on Telegram. I thought it was fucking funny. <laughs> Apparently, it's some it's some Ukrainian oh, this, song to Stefan Bandera. I don't know. This little clef guy has funny. a lot of videos. That's amazing. Little clef. <laughs> little clef. That's his name. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I get look. <laughs> little, little cleft. Little cle- yeah, little clef palette. That's what I was gonna yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah. Little clef lip. Little hair lip. <laughs> <laughs> when are we gonna have a rapper named Little Hairlip? I think we do. <laughs> oh man! Well, if you have a hairlip, you don't have quite the. It's gonna interrupt that um the suitcase. You can't have a hairlip and a suitcase lip at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I, again, I just think it's fucking funny. If I'm getting owned or played oh, no. like that's some, some parody that I don't know oh, and no. understand, then fair okay. enough. But it looks to me, it looks to me, oh, my God. like some African doing mumble rap. To support Ukraine. Talk about cringe TV. Apparently, I'm the getting, Ukrainians are loving it. I'm getting like bow and sticks recommendations right next to this video. I have to click away. Otherwise, I might mm-hmm. click on one of those. I have to close the window. I don't want to get yeah, sucked don't, into don't click on sticks and bows world today. Oh, man. It's funny because all the... All right, all YouTube. Internet, well, YouTube. <laughs> all these internet subcultures are all such trash, dude. It's all garbage. Yeah, it hurts. 
It's all garbage, man. It's so it's yeah. so it's so well managed. You know, they have such a yeah. That's one on thing that they do seem to have, and I think that this is exactly why shit like uh, this stuff and the Nord Stream revelations like they don't sweat them too much, at least here, because this shit is pretty well managed. I don't know, but then again, it's like there's so much destabilization. Like it, like they just indicted for the first time someone who was the president. Um, you know, trannies go off shooting people and we can't, and like, then the people try and and push back and you can't even do that. There's been more tranny attacks. There was a tranny school shooting that was foiled yesterday. There was a tranny that went and attacked a a ex Olympic swimmer giving a speech in San Francisco. And she got like assaulted and had to be escorted out of her, out of her hotel room by cops. So this shit is just like as as now one thing we predicted that was true and it wasn't hard to predict is that the trannies are gonna be more tranny terrorism. There will be more of it. It will increase. And it will increase to the point where it can't be ignored. It can't be ignored and it can't be brushed off. Uh so Bo not being willing to escape go to group. There's apparently been more leaks of uh of of war documents. This is pretty annoying, huh? All this can go away. You bought a paywall. Rightstuff.biz slash paywall. This is a leak from a NATO, uh, NATO <laughs> Joint Chiefs meeting. They're like, there's that Onion Dome church. We're going to take that. That's in, uh, that's in Moscow. Mm. It's uh, St. Basil's. This, 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 this model represents St. Basil's. We're going to move these trips. What is this? Is this is some, some kind of uh, some guy this making a, Warhammer. This is the guy making it funny. I don't know. Some advanced risk board. <laughs> <laughs> mm. it's like, it's it's like an original Warhammer like uh, Warhammer <laughs> Fantasy Battle yeah it could be yeah. <clears throat> anyway I don't know so who knows what's going on let me see what, is there anything going on in Israel like right now because the last news I saw was just that Israel shot back yeah the most recent tweets were that I saw were like 17 hours old so yeah and I'll say one thing I was about to say about the conflict in Israel and and the way it works is that oftentimes people think that, you know, if the news media, if the U S news media points the camera at Israel and there's some exchange of fire and some casualties that, um, things are going to definitely escalate. But these, these sides in this conflict quite often shoot at each other and then stop. For a brief period of time and no gains are made. And it's just like you say, fuck you. The other side is like, no, fuck you. Obviously, Israel always exacts a higher toll. And their their calculation is every time we have an exchange, we win. We we have we exact a higher toll from them than they do from us. But ultimately, that calculation is going to lose with them because even because there's a lot. Frankly, there's the Arab world is a lot bigger and more populous than Israel. So I mean that's part of why they have that calculation. But these are those look like some serious yeah it was last explosions. Night. Those are those are what hit Gaza. So yeah. they go hard at yep. Gaza. Yeah, let's just kill some civilians. I mean that's basically the strategy right. you always say is like all right, right. Israel going to bomb strategy civilians. Strategy of Israel is kill civilians until the Arabs Arabs relent. Yep. Basically they they don't because and they always say it's oh the Arabs are cowardly. They hide behind civilians, and it's like, well, here's the thing. The Arabs don't have an organized military because you don't allow them to have it. They don't have a state. They have a number of different militia organizations, and yes, they fight a guerrilla-style war. So when you strike back, 
what you do is you just kill civilians to the point where the the calculation literally is they want the people themselves to restrain their own militia groups for fear of of suffering more fatalities. And typically, what it is is that they will they will just be like, all right, you, uh, all right, that's enough, uncle. My, my favorite thing right now is if you just, if you type collective punishment and do just do a news search, mm. Israel's the only thing that pops up. <laughs> well, that's that's the only time that that is okay. really irrelevant. You have to clear word those results used. out, Google. Get on it and clear those out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you fucking uh, anchor those to the bottom. Well, of I would page. like to know more about war crimes. Here's Israel. <laughs> <laughs> Well, as someone said yesterday, White Papers, I think, said yesterday, he's like, it's it's crazy that Israel is so – is like Israel creates so many problems. There's like five UN agencies just to deal with the fallout from their bullshit. Like like they, they have I like – I think that's all Human Rights Watch does. They just watch Israel. Well, no. Human Rights Watch is, is run by Jews and, and, and occasionally issues a, like a tut-tut to Israel. But mainly they just go after enemies that, that the Jews want to take down like Russia and Saddam Hussein and shit like that. What what happens is that it's like oh, they so do no. it for credibility's sake that they occasionally tut tut Israel because if they didn't it would people would be like okay this is obviously some Jew shill shit so it's just optics but like yeah I mean if you had an organization dedicated just to watching Israel like Jews would go fucking ape shit uh, and and they and of course Jews have all kinds of organizations dedicated to watching us I mean our entire country is a fucking panopticon of Jewish surveillance against the goyim like that's our entire fucking country. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. It looks like, you know, one thing I saw, you know, some of the Middle Eastern commentators saying is that, like, typically after Israel, like, declares that they did this and that, that's when they're they're signaling, like, we're willing to stop if you are. And so we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens now. Like, but if Israel's going to keep bombing, they don't make an announcement. Like, they don't, they, they like, if they, if they have more operations planned, like they'll say, okay, last night Israel struck this, 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 this. We hit this, this, this. We did, and that's, and then like that's kind of the signal we're willing to stop now. But you have to, also, but of course, willing to stop only this immediate hot exchange of fire, not stop, you know, genocide and occupation and things like that. So we'll see what happens. Um, the thing is, what struck me and what I was theorizing is now they haven't they hit Lebanon, but they didn't really do any damage, right? It's sort of like. And this is another thing that happens quite often is dick waving. Like we can hit you and we'll show you we can hit you by sh- firing shit into your country. But since if they actually killed Arabs in Lebanon, that would then make a further response something that the, the Lebanese and the Hezbollah wouldn't be able to get out of doing. So it's just di- there's a lot of dick waving that goes on in this conflict and a lot of intimidation from the Israeli side. But there's also a lot of shit you just never fucking hear about. There's shit you just never hear about that goes on uh, in these countries. And and so, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But it seems like right now, Israel is weak internally. It's divided internally. The United States is distracted. And in fact, even the uh, massive strategic reserve of munitions and weaponry that the United States... Oh, hi. Here's another interruption that's pre-recorded. Go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall and pay for a subscription. We need your support. We need your help. We can't do this for free because we're Jews. Stores inside of Israel, which is like every year Congress votes to increase that. And which, you know, in theory, the Jews need to ask 
America before they ask, access it. But that's something that if they ever got themselves into a problem, they would they would get that authorization like that. They even depleted that to send stuff to Ukraine. If you remember, they sent those 300,000 artillery shells a couple months ago to Ukraine because the Ukrainians were running out of shells. And so they actually they have this massive strategic reserve in Israel for the use by the Jews should they get into some hot water. And they actually depleted it in favor of Ukraine. And without doing like Zog East, Zog West, I will tell you, I actually think that the Netanyahu faction in Israel thinks the Ukraine war is fucking stupid. And I wouldn't even be surprised if this leak of these documents might have been orchestrated by that side of Mm. things. The reason because like they think it's dumb. It's it's exposing America's weakness. It's causing all these enemies of Israel to make bolder moves uh, and and it's making them afraid because all of these Arabs are, are Arabs and Iran are talking to each other. Peace might happen. Russia is now backing Iran because Iran has all these drones that they that they are sending to Russia to help them in the Ukrainian fight. So there's all this stuff is going on. And I, I actually do think it's not because they're like pro Russia or run by Russia, but those Jews in Israel, like the BB type Jews, they're like, this is dumb. America is showing its ass and wasting resources on something other than us. Like this is, you know, it's like now the comeback from American diaspora Jews and so-called liberal Jews or optics kike for lack of a better term. Um, their comeback is like, no, you don't understand that Russia has broken our rules based international order. We have to punish this severely because America having this hegemonic control over the borders and the nations of the world and how how these relationships are all sorted out ultimately protects Israel. Whereas Israel is like, well, look, clearly that shit's coming apart and and we're going to be stuck if, if you if your whole shit falls down, then we're fucked. And so there are two sides that are kind of both right. But like there's no good solution for either one. And that's why this conflict is. Well, I mean, up to the, the United States also likes to sit on the sidelines and uh, funnel weapons and things like that to, to one team. Yeah. So that's how we like to do our profiteering. Right. But it's not only for profiteering, because if it was only for profiteering, we'd just do it all over the place. But they do it only in specific things. And in this one, they're doing it. You know, they're, they're supporting Ukraine because they feel Russia is a threat to the hegemonic world order of the U.S., which ultimately is a threat to Israel. The Israelis are like. This isn't helping us. This has gotten to the point where this shit isn't helping us. I think that's the the Netanyahu point, and I think this dispute is what we're seeing bubbling up. So it would not surprise me. Again, it's not because and and even I've even seen hints of this in some stuff Jews are writing. It's not because like it's not because like it's not because like Israel is like pro Russia, which is the retard take. It's just because like Israel's like, hey, uh, America, what are you doing? Like you're literally wasting weapons and clout on this conflict. And the problem is, though, it's like, well, here's my question for you, BB. Answer me this. What if America and what if Ukraine and by extension, America and the project that they've invested in Ukraine, what if that is like humiliatedly, humiliatingly defeated? And it's Mm. shown that what what America wanted and all the billions of dollars and all the weapons that we funneled into that country failed to produce the result we want. What's that going to do for Israel's security? That's not going to be good for Israel's security. That's going to make people be like, oh, we can fuck with Israel now. Good. Which is what's happening. 
Right. So. Uh, I had something a little bit more domestically inclined here. Uh, hey, Supreme Court. Yeah, we can Supreme come back home recently, now. Recently cited the trannies in this case in West Virginia. Oh, yes. And I, I'm sitting here wondering, like, how many Catholics do we have to put on the Supreme Court before they actually do something based? Because we got, what, Six. My understanding is that Alito and Thomas were the only dissenters. Those were the two dissenters. Now, I thought Donald Trump had stacked a Supreme Court full of uh, based and red-pilled people. Yeah. But we we, we can't even... I thought we liked beer. (laughs) Right? What happened to that guy? I I actually threw that t-shirt away the other day. That guy sucks. That that Kavanaugh shirt where he's like... Kavanaugh is like one of the... And you know what's funny? You know, don't get mad at me. Well, you guys won't get mad at me, but listeners, don't get mad. You know who said he sucked from minute one? Striker. <laughs> he said, this guy sucks. Why is everyone kissing this guy's ass? And I was like, yeah, just go because with it. It's he a was fun persecuted. Meme. He got persecuted, and everybody yeah. rallied around behind him. And well, it, was, it was about beating the yeah. libtards at their, at their bullshit fight. Yeah, out. but these days, if I saw that shit, and, I'd be like, Well, I think it's funny. Right. Simultaneously right now, there's some sort of gay op going on against Clarence Thomas. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, there is. Joe donor took him out on. Oh my no. god! He's cor- oh my god! Corruption. Is somebody gave yeah, him right, a boat right, trip? Right. Oh wow! Yeah. Basically, some rich guy who hates communism has been given Clarence Thomas. Like he's sent him on vacations or something like that. I mean, this he does have a fucking... super real name. This guy's name is uh, Harlan Crow. He's a okay. Yeah, that's, that's good. Ah! Oh, offensive in McNabb's homestead. There's rockets being fired. You're getting swatted. (laughs) The train derailing outside. Yeah. All the same. You're getting swatted and the train's derailing all at the same time. Mm. Yeah, they're doing some gap. It's top story right now on Google News. Is like, wait, what? Mike was going to say what? Did we all miss that? Is that because this is the free fag edition? Go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall for your subscription today. I'm as corrupt, and I'm like, I mean, look, that's why you're mad, right? I mean, I'm break. like, that's what you're mad about. Like, it's not the, it's not the way he rules. Again, like, I look, they've been doing, Thomas, they've been doing for three years that like uh, he and his wife were part of the January sixth thing or something. And it's like, you know, I haven't got him on that yet. Just writing stories. Yeah, it's like you yeah, know, and he's gonna die one of these days, and then he'll be gone. Yeah. And the funny about Clarence Thomas is, and I'll say this, like, it's not that I like him, but it's like. He's like, there's nothing really to be mad at. I mean, it's like, you know, he, it's like of all the people to be mad, of all the niggers in America, you could be mad at. <laughs> Clarence Tom is pretty low on the fucking list. And like, the thing is, what he, what he does is, and I'm, I'll fully believe he's literally just an empty suit and is just there because, you know, one thing I've heard, and this is a rumor, it could be wrong, that when they do oral arguments in the Supreme Court, like he just doesn't ever say anything. And then when he submits his briefs, they're like really short and they're just like plumb line conservatism, you know, just like straightforward. So he's just it's just like an empty suit. Just giving you here's the conservative position straight. And that's it. They were going after uh, Samuel Alito of Battle Angel last year too, the New York Times. (laughs) Because he, I guess. Battle Angel Alito? Yeah, they were going after that one. Well, I remember, I remember Tom, I remember Thomas, like they submitted something. I don't know if it was a dissent or in a. What's the majority opinion? I can't remember what they call that one. But there's the dissent, and then like this is the decision. Yeah, where he was talking about like this court needs to take up the uh, the issue of just like these injunctions that have national consequences, and, and that yeah. was yeah that went you know where have we been with that lately? But 
yeah, that was nowhere. You know. I mean, a lot of some of their ideas are good, but the thing is, a lot of the times the the conservative ideas about what they'd like to do in an imaginary universe for the court, you're like, okay, yeah, I I can see that, but then that'd be great. Can we get one in the, the real context? universe? Can we get one in this instead of the multiverse where things are imaginary? You, can we have them here? But then you think about the context of 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 even what their demands are and the demands are in the context of you losing an overall battle to liberals constantly and, yes. and wanting to just put another blockade. Well, that's, that's, the, that's the regular universe. You like, know this, I mean? is, this is not, yeah. he's not, that's like in often with like with Dr. Strange and the, like the other two Spider-Man's, you know, in, in this universe, we'll talk about that kind of uh, judicial power and address that, but not right, here but in the even, real world. Even those and, things, it's like, though, it's like, right? here's like, what we need to do. We need to stop these nationwide court injunctions. And it's like, all right, sure. But yeah, that's yeah. again, you just, that's in the context of you. I like the idea and I would support it, but you, it's in the context of you constantly losing to libtards and you're just throwing, like you're just putting like dragon's teeth. You're trying to throw up dragon's teeth and trenches in Making their way bitches. as they steamroll their tanks over your territory. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's kind of what I see. That I, just, I think it's funny that the token resistance that's supposed to confer legitimacy to the system, even those two idiots have to go. We got to get rid of Alito and we got to get rid of uh, Clarence Thomas. Well, that's because I actually think we are dealing with a lunatic, self-radicalized elite. Yeah, like they, they, they can't even think rationally anymore. Yeah, no, they're they. Like, this is my thing. I have to pull myself back and slap myself in the face and restrain myself from doing takes where I coolly and rationally, you know, analyze the situation and think like, if I were the Jews in power this is the kind of move I would make behind the scenes to kind of try and even things out and calm things back down. It's not, that's not, I could see maybe there's some people talking and thinking like that, but they're not going to win. And even when you look at the conflict between BB and the optics kikes, they're both right. And they're both wrong. Like both sides have are out of good options. Like there's no good option. Like, do you let the U S lose? Cause if, if BB you're like, Hey, cut out the Ukraine war put all these resources back into protecting Israel. They're like, yeah, but that's going to fuck you up because if we look stupid and we lose in Ukraine, then Israel gets compromised. But if we spend too many resources in Ukraine, Israel and lose anyway, Israel is compromised because we look weaker. It's like we look, it's just, there's no good option here. Mm. Right. And obviously the, the conflict is driving Israel's enemies together. Need a common, right? like these common enemies sense. of Israel that, they're common, all coming together, and it's just a disaster. We need common There's sense, no panopticon uh, management, you know. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe just don't have a panopticon, like fucking national prison. And, and you'd think, like, you're you're so worried about political polarization and radicalization in America. Well, maybe put the tranny thing to bed. They can't do it. Well, obviously, they're not worried about that. Like the uh, the, the polarization. Oh, they're worried about it. They talk but, about but, it all the time. But, but a they lot just of, can't do anything about but it. But a lot of times, the polarization just affords you like a lot of like fun options for what you can do to a people that's that's so light switched and finked. You know, I mean, that's, yes, that's what it is. true. But it it seemed now. I'm just telling you what I see. Like I see. Oh, sure. It's not. It's not going constantly yeah. bitching about how they can no longer because of the because of the polarization that they brought in that Finkelstein. Right. And his crew, the godfather of a lot of this shit, because of that, uh, it's hard for them to like there's no they, they they lament the days when they could put out a consistent narrative. Like they had Walter Cronkite out there giving the narrative and people were buying it like that. Just they don't nope. have that anymore. It's inherently unstable. You- Having a p- former president indicted 
and going to court. It's inherently unstable. Like this. If you're hearing my voice right now, something has gone terribly, terribly wrong. Unless this is just how you want to live. Who am I to tell people to stop listening to free content that's constantly interrupted, that has to deal with my voice and whatever audio quality this is going to come out in? Who am I to tell people that they should be getting behind the paywall at the right stuff dot biz slash paywall? Especially if they're not white, which I assume that's what, what you probably are if you're hearing my voice right now. This is... That's just that's just my assumption. I could be wrong, but I mean, if you're not white legally, you do have to tell me that you're not white. This is. I told Sven that I'd I'd record some commercials for him, and at first I thought I was going to put some effort into it, but then I realized, why don't I just ramble in the dumbest way possible and force you to listen to it? Because that's what you're doing right now. You are listening to this. What it, Mike was probably saying something very interesting, something very insightful, and now you're listening to me. Is this really what you want? Is this is this how you want to live? Do you want to be non-white? Because again, that's I just assume that's what you are. You could always fix that. You could rectify this problem by going to the right stuff biz slash paywall and getting yourself a subscription, and then you'll never have to hear me again, you know, unless I'm filling it or something. Country is possibly never shall be these days unless he changes his name to Finkelstein or something. What was that? Jim Cornette. <laughs> Wait, is he making an anti-Semitic remark? I have no idea. I just cracked up when I heard that yesterday. And I was like, what the fuck? Does he know what he's... Can we get more contact on that? <laughs> I'm curious now. It's just the video cuts off there in the podcast. They kept going, but in the clip, it's like that's the last thing he says. <laughs> okay. Found... Jim Cornette is getting woke. <laughs> Has he been talking to Stone Cold? Did Stone Cold yeah, like, wake this guy up? Cold. It's like his, his, Stone Ju- Cold, eh? his Jew co-host is just dead silent at that. Like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good drop. Yeah. I should hang on to that. That uh, is funny. <laughs> that is good. An old Finkelstein. Yeah. Uh, What's the name of that fat that fat Jew that uh, Stone Cold was talking to? Paul Hyman. Uh, okay. Is he still announced for W yes, stuff? He's a he's still a manager. He still performs. He's still a uh, he's, oh, the, okay. he's the big champions uh, manager. Oh, okay. So. Is the big champion like? Because I'm black and I like violence. <laughs> no, he's like uh, the champ is uh, is the rocks like Abo cousin. I just call them Abos now. The Samoans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know now. In Tennessee, did you see what they did in Tennessee? Which thing? There's a lot of stuff in Tennessee. Oh, they kicked out <clears throat> they the kicked Democrats up. that participated in yeah, that protest. I'm seeing, I'm seeing oh, this, that's right. Yeah. I'm seeing this little nigger, like, uh, there's there's a little... They like, kicked him out. There's, like, a nigger uh, Gen Z guy that the, it's like he's the big hero right now. I was just looking at that trend on Twitter well, a few minutes ago. Well, because he got expelled, expelled, expelled? Yeah, and because he's doing, like, I have a big afro and I'm... Talking shit. Yeah, oh, the Gen Z voters are coming for the GOP. It's so you know, again, it's all about the GOP. This, the GOP, that. Yeah, and they're gonna be, yeah, and they're gonna be, you know, saying that Dem's racist for kicking us out. Yeah. Let's see. Hashtag so, Gen Z. Uh, let me. Get, I had the video a second ago. Oh, where is this nigga? Yeah, all uh, of the news media is going nuts about this. They're mad. Wow, now it's magically just, like, gone. But it's like, this is the dude right here. Let's see. Yeah, I've seen him. Yeah, there he is, yeah. What's his name? Justin Pearson. Maybe it's I Justin like Person. I don't know. 
I wonder if that guy's uh, I wonder if that guy's like political leanings on it. <laughs> yeah. That guy looks like a, he looks like a conservative to me. There was a video of this but, guy. I mean, talking. conservatives would love to have a guy like that. Let's see. They took to the house floor chanting "No action, no peace" during a protest on the 30th of March. Oh, I thought they were saying "No axe wound, no peace." <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's the joke I said at the time. It literally still... sounded. Is it an axe? Is it an axe wound? Or is it like from a sawzall? Like what are they using these days? For these oh bones? God! Oh. <laughs> I think you get a lot more. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh man, sawzall is going to give you a much cleaner slice. I think that looks more like it's more like you know the M80 and the ham effect here mm. we got going on. Yeah. Well, if you use the wrong blade, you know it can make a mess. Oh, oh God! Oh God! I'm like, yeah, you, know, you don't want to go at you don't want to go at a piece of just thinking about. You want to go like get a wood blade out and go at some metal. You know, it's not going to go. Not going to work very well. A lot of sparks. <sighs> oh my God. Wow, so this video was here and now it's fucking gone. Huh. Of this guy like oh, giving wow, a gay man. little There's such actions to support both parties. For you. I hate the for you tab. Hmm. Where did this guy go? Yeah. Like, I mean look, this is clearly just a country at the end of its rope. I mean, yeah, no, it's just, all... yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. This country's just coming apart. I mean, so we had this bill in Washington state and and uh they sign it saying like New new protection against hate crimes, and they have the governor signing it, surrounded by like a bunch of like pajits and like women of color and shit. And I'm just like, yeah. So this is literally a statement: Hey, white people of Washington State, like you're fucked. You're fucked. Like that's that's what this is. I mean, it's just it's just like that's the thing. This shit continues. It doesn't. It, it's not letting up. And oh, that's this one. Even if it would be smart for the Jews to let the the foot off the gas, Jay Inslee. Oh yeah. Um, I feel yeah, I've got this picture from the Justice. Oh no, McNabb! What? This is another symptom of this of this falling apart nation. Is that the Senate Democrats wa.gov link? Anyway, yeah, you just see it. It's like a bunch of pajits and then like some beaner women and like this white dude is like clearly being submissive to them. It's pathetic. It's pathetic. Well, these are the Tennessee Three. I don't know what this means. Is that Justin Pearson? Those are the three Democrats that the that they're, that they got that they're out. kicking out of the of the of the legislature. Yeah, for for basically facilitate. It's they're getting they're kicking them out for facilitating basically a mini January sixth in Tennessee. Justin Jones and Justin Pearson. So these I've got the uh, Victor. She is uh, tweeting about it. The guy's an insufferable little faggot. What a photo. Oh, this will yeah. go down in history as part of a brand new political movement. Let's all take a moment. Thanks, Justin Jones, Justin Pearson, for their courage and bravery, their inspiration and heroes. A reminder why we must get in good and necessary trouble. What's the brand new political movement? Blacks being uppity? It's, I don't know. It's just been around for a while, man. nothing new about this. Nothing it's just new the, here. <laughs> it's like every day, every day is a new like, threshold of degeneracy that they, that they reach. Oh, so there's there's a hate okay. Crime I've got, I've got the. I'm sorry, Alex. Oh, go dude, ahead. they're going on everywhere, man. So I've got the all vi- these. I've got a video here. I found it. So let's see what does he got to say here. There's an MSNBC clip, and the tab is muted. It's very confusing. Uh, wait, wait. Who's betting he's gonna be doing some kind of MLK or Al Sharpton or Jesse Jackson impression, doing that black that like. You know, oh my God! I just unmuted and now it's and all of these gun lobbyists continue to be able to have control over our legislation. What's going through my mind right now is we need to fight. 
fight for democracy in the state of Tennessee, and we need people not only just to vote, but people to show up and speak out so that we can end the gun violence epidemic that's happening in our state. This is wrong, this is unjust, and this is not the way that it has to be. There is a better way for us to live, and we don't have to live this way. But the Republican Party of the state of Tennessee want to keep things the same. If you want to fight to change it, if you want to help to make this place a better place, you have to use your voice, you have to use your power, and yes, sometimes you've got to get expelled. Sir, sends you back. I'm coming back because this institution has to change. The injustices that are happening here must change. And I'll continue to fight, and my family will continue to fight to make it the place that it ought to be, and not the place so, that it is now. Okay. Hey, everybody. Jordan Peterson here. I wrote a book about 12 rules for how to live your life, and I have a 13th rule for you. Subscribe to TRS. Go to the right stuff.biz slash paywall and pick the payment option that best suits your needs.